This is the Daily Dispatch podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keenan. Today, Dispatch Live is talking to Mona Lisa Bum, who is an Eastern Cape man. And it's wonderful to be talking to somebody who's carving it up in the telecom world and who was born in Amtata, schooled at Selborne, and was something of an athlete. You did 800, 1,500, 3,000, so you definitely are an all-rounder. Yes, You now live in Johannesburg, and you have started a company that seems as if it's going to shoot the lights out. Would you tell us something about it, please? Thank you, Ted. And it's good to speak to my fellow Eastern Kipians. Um, You know, Band Telecoms uh, has a humble beginning to it. Um, having studied in the Eastern Cape and also studied in the Western Cape and having traveled uh, the world, being a management consultant and then coming to back to South Africa to work at uh, MTN, I was then taken into uh, running uh, the division of the retail stores, the branded stores, and then moving over into the environment of uh, enterprise, which is uh, about business, essentially. I then realized that uh, my, my vision and my path was to actually create something that would be at the forefront of uh, the digital revolution uh, for ourselves. And that is what I had started in South Africa and telecom. Do you have a, a, a background in the telecommunications side? Aside from working there, I mean, did you study anything in the, in the field? Not at all. Um, for me, it was more of the love of technology. I mean, I can still remember my days at Selborne where the first phone that I ever got to uh, feel and experience was from my brother which was the Panasonic uh, big phones that people used to carry in those days. And from those days, I fell in love with uh, devices and what devices were doing in terms of connectivity. And from a, uh, a situation of studying, I never did study anything related to electronics. It was just a passion that existed. Where are your factories in Johannesburg? So we actually have a research and development unit in Johannesburg, and our offices are in Rosebank. And you were saying you do a lot of the R&D yourselves. Yes. So we actually um, manufacture in China, as everybody else in the world does, like your Apple, your Xiaomi, and everybody. And the patent that comes out of us is what is actually owned by us. So on our side, we actually trying to Africanize the devices uh, to actually speak to our people, be it through linguistic means, be it what is actually existing from our app. The look and feel as well is catered uh, in terms of what we want it to look like, and that is how we've actually done our devices, from our laptops to our tablets to our mobile handsets and to our routers or MiFi routers, which is the routers in your pocket. And have you got several brand names, or do you operate under one brand name? So we operate under our own brand name, which is BAM. Um, Our phones and our devices uh, have the logo, which is BAM. 
Um, and the company, as everybody knows, is BAM Telecom. And in that sense, we actually provide to the network operators. So we have a partnership uh, with MTN and Vodacom, and soon we'll be moving to bring in Telcom and Celsius to the staple as well. You, you were lucky to be born with a surname like BAM because BAM, you've got a new, a new phone. It's, it's an exciting name just in itself and could go a long way from the branding aspect. Oh, certainly, certainly. Um, and part of it is that at MTN, we actually came up with a SIM proposition, which is a SIM card that is named after BAM. That SIM card is actually called the Business Access Mobile. So I could ah. not use that for my company. So yes. I kept it uh, simply as just BAM uh, based on my family. But it, it has a lot of legs to move, especially from a device, and also how it looks on devices as well. And how long has the company been going as BAM? The company has been going for two years. Um, and hence, uh, we're talking about the humble beginnings and also what we've done so far. Um, as a company, we sit on something called RT15, which is a national transversal contract, so, and we supply to uh, MTN and Vodacom. Now, on this contract, we supply to a number of government departments, and hopefully we'll start moving into provincial departments when we secure those, those deals. But just in case, it's one I really want to get into. The, the, the concept of having a common product right throughout government means quite a lot of savings to government as far as repairs, contracts, etc. goes. Is that part of what you are hoping to achieve, that you will be the supplier of whatever your company turns out? Yes. Um, with so we wanted to Africanize our products because we understand the environment and we also understand the issues of cost and what technology is moving over into. So for us, being at the forefront uh, in terms of uh, some of the provinces is not only just to bring down cost, but to also provide solutions that make sense. As an example, if you are creating a CUG, which is closed user groups for a department, uh, let's take a department of health, they've got nurses. Part of our solution is to enhance their capability, um, especially now with load shedding and some of the issues that that's really going through, so that you're able to bypass and create UPSs that assist them in their own environment through platforms that are IoT related, etc. If it's uh, related to safety and security, some of our, our products, you know, they talk to current um, challenges that are being experienced. And we know some of the products that we have can certainly make changes within these environments uh, based on what is currently happening within our, our country. How many people do you employ now and how many would you like to be employing in, say, three years' time? Well, currently, um, on, on our fixed uh, resources at the office, we have eight uh, staff members, uh, which cuts across uh, HR, marketing, finance, and the rest is the technology guys, the engineers, etc. Um, we also have, which I don't come to, uh, on a fixed uh, country, uh, on a fixed employee base, is our uh, youth that we brought on board. Um, these we are supported by the ETDP CETA, 
Um, so we've got uh, two of them that are on board, but we will be growing that. Um, we are looking at creating an enabling environment, which is now in South Africa, creating a assembly plant. So we've been engaging with the, the former um, environment at IDC Eastern Cape, where Yekani uh, was, and also where Marafons is driven, was to try to take the business now where we create over 350 people being employed within the plant, that we can do our own assembly of uh, devices that we bring into the country. Um, and that's what we're looking at uh, scaling in terms of our business. Is it, is it worth considering, or perhaps I'm phrasing that the wrong way, have you considered manufacturing in a big way or... Are you more? Will you be always be more assemblers as long as China can create such cheap products? The, the idea is on different products you will you will create various uh, parts of it. One will be assembly, other will be uh, manufacturing. So we've been approached by bigger players um, to create and manufacture uh, like smart TVs as well within the South African environment. We've also been approached in terms of uh, manufacturing screens for vehicles. Um, as you know, Eastern Cape has Mercedes-Benz and VW, etc. And those screens can be fulfilled within the environments that we have. Um, so I think in the near future, and with the way things are moving, um, to also cater for Africa, we have been called to actually supply from a... a, 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 a a South African point of view into Africa. Now that would involve actual manufacturing. On the other side, um, on our side, we look at for a South African market more of the assembly. So it's a gradual process that will build into one. You must be able to stand on the shoulders of giants, as in China. You don't have to take each step that they they taking. You could take a quantum leap and be exactly where they are now. Does that appeal to you? It, it does appeal, certainly. Um, but as we know with um, support, you know, our biggest support that we actually need is that we need government support. Now, if we looked at Eastern Cape um, with what has happened in terms of uh, supply for Department of Education, an environment and an entity like us, we could actually take over and actually grow the market and uh, the cost would be massive cost saving for the environment of education if we were the ones supplying. And also the fact that we also sit on this unique uh, and one of the only uh, South African entities on this transversal contract, it's important that we, we, we consume what we make ourselves. So standing on the heads of uh, shoulders of giants can certainly happen, but if we want to change the environment, it involved uh, from a, a government perspective an investment and support, which I think can be is simple to do. And we find China, Chinese governments do that. They support their entities right through. Um, if you go to Singapore, um, America, they all support their own entities within their ICT telecommunications within that regard as well. We just need the right policies, the right support from government. Melissa, if, if you had to take out the crystal ball and polish it up a bit, where would your company be in five years' time? In five years, we are hoping to be able to 
uh, has a 30% market share uh, within the South African economy. Now, we know that we're looking at LSM 1 to 3, um, and we're not looking at high-value devices. So LSM 1 to 3 uh, gives you a high potential market size, which is the mass market. We see ourselves in there at a 30%, which is massive, um, and that will catapult us to being one of the serious players within Africa as well, because we want to be able to move then the business into Africa thereafter. There's a massive drive to get uh, matriculant learners to revert to studying maths and the other STEM subjects. I would imagine that the people that you're going to need would have to understand maths, technology, etc. Yes. Ted, we've actually taken this a further step. You know, with, with STEM, we've actually incorporated uh, what we term STEAM. So if you have your science, technology, engineering, the A part is the one we, we refer to as art, um, and then obviously with maths. The reason why I refer to arts is that if you have to see any form of a ballerina and you are working on something in terms of understanding it, that, that, that formation or that pirouette that goes in could be at a 45 degree angle, that's now you incorporate to a map. We actually have, with one of our subsidiaries, uh, you know, created a Netflix for education. And through our devices, it's one of the key things that we put in as a value of, uh, on our devices. It's a Netflix for education because the youth now understand that you have to be able to visualize certain things um, and understand it in that way. You know, when we grew up, we grew up where we had the Encyclopedia Britannica, which was everything was based on an abstract form or abstract understanding. Now, kids today, uh, as a child, can be at the age of two to three, but they'll be able to navigate on a phone or a tablet or a computer to be able to find their program on Netflix or on YouTube and watch that. Now, that tells us that from a visual aspect, a child can uh, have a, a, an ability, not even from an abstract form, but from a pictorial animated form, understand things faster than we would have had in our time. Now, technology, in that regard, we should be enabling it to help our matriculants <clears throat> to be able to drive the understanding. Now, we know that some of the environments, they don't have connectivity, etc. And we also bring, um, because of our partnerships, technology, because of our partnerships, we, we have an ability to bring various means to assist the matriculants and uh, grade 11 now to be able to understand and be supported. Now, with issues of, of connectivity, open market today, you can get uh, one gig of data at 85 rand, be it Vodacom or MTM. If you had to get it from us, we could be able to give you, because of our relationships and partnerships, at 99 rand for 10 gigs. Now, for someone within an environment that doesn't have a lot of surplus money, that goes a long way by having uh, more value for less of the price. And that is where we come in. So we come in from the technology side. We come in from the ability to be able to connect, which is very key in a lot of stuff we provide, and also from a basic understanding and what serves the purpose. And hence, as BAM Telecoms, we pride ourselves in doing customization for various things. And also in the near future, 
um, enabling that we have more of the youngsters coming to our environment. And part of that is we have a program that we're going to be doing with government this year um, where we're going to be targeting over 7,000 youth. Um, Part of this program is our mobile repair program. Now, it makes me so excited uh, in terms of this program because because of my relationships with with Santago uh, and NTU, which is uh, the National Taxi Union, and Santago, we're going to be rolling out containers which have Wi-Fi ability and a means to be able to sell airtime and data and also sell products in environments um, and also have printers, etc. because a lot of our people in the rural environment and in township, they need to be able to print and make sure they do their, their work if they're SME, etc. Now, these containers are going to serve a huge purpose in that they help people from a connectivity point of view, um, where there's the essence of free data, but that drives for traffic, to be able to also buy uh, cheaper airtime and data and electricity and uh, a lot of, uh, for those environments. Now, why do I bring that up? It's because the youth, we're going to hand these over to the youth within those environments, be it a township or a, a taxi rank environment. For us, it's so key to have this um, because we understand in terms of the foreign nationals what they've done to market. I mean, we also going to be having the youth do a mobile repair on phone. This is an 8 billion rand market that we don't have as South Africans. And our youth need to start getting involved to be able to take it over and run it. Mona Lisa, I think you better up your game from 3,000 meters to the Comrades Marathon because you are going to have such a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's always great to, to learn about young South African companies that are really going to shoot the lights out. Thank you for your time. Dispatch Live appreciates it.